Welcome to episode 168 of KapowCast. That was a tough one. I don't know what happened. <laughs> that was a tough one. I heard a shuddering sigh and I nearly lost it. <laughs> I am Mike and joining me today is Tony Vance. Hi. <laughs> and Jeff Jefferson. Hello. Good. Good. <laughs> Things are going great. Today we're going to be reviewing um, a little animated film, Batman versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Longest title ever in the versus category. Yeah, ba- Batman versus TMNT. We just do we, do we shorten it to Batman versus the Ninja Turtles? Maybe if uh, how about BV TMNT? B BVS TMNT. <laughs> Dawn of Justice. <laughs> Dawn of Pizza. Dawn of Ooh. Pizza Justice. <laughs> I like it. Um, I can't wait to talk about this, though. Oh, I know. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> I'm just sharing your excitement. Okay. Well, well only time will tell. <laughs> um, first up, on the news spectrum of things, some uh, heartbreaking news as uh, Hellboy has concluded its theatrical run. Yikes. Oh, boy. At a dismal 21 million. <gasps> Ooh. Like that. Damn. Oh, that's, that's real, real bad. That is. <laughs> 21.9 million. You post, well, you posted the thing on our Facebook about uh, something along the lines of, you know, there was barely any marketing or the marketing yeah, yeah, was somebody comments yeah. Overseas, the movie has only made 18 million, which means it's earned a total of just 40 million. Ugh. Considering the fact it had a budget of 50 million. Oh, oh man, that's rough. They have taken a pretty significant loss. Wah, and wah. it looks like the Hellboy film franchise is RIP. <sighs> that sucks. What a shitty down note, you know? Yeah, yeah. especially with the well two before. And it just goes to show you, like, I don't think this was the movie fans wanted. No, no, this, this, <laughs> they wanted a continuation, the conclusion of the original two directed by we, Guillermo del Toro. Right. That we were told we'd get and then told weren't. And then we were told we were and then we told we weren't. And not to mention, it just kind of came out at a really, really bad time. It did. Mm-hmm. came out right before uh, <laughs> Infinity or uh, Endgame. Yeah. It had a between lot. Shazam and Endgame. Mm-hmm. It had a lot of ingredients for a turd sandwich, basically. I was actually, uh, when it came out, I was down in Florida. And I was I was going to go see it the weekend it came out, but I just didn't want to drive. Florida, <laughs> Florida people, man, they don't know how to drive. Oh, it's terrible yeah, over there. Drive. I it's hate really it. bad. They're, and they're all jerks, too. Yeah. Like, the second light turns green. Meh, meh, uh. <laughs> Apologize to any of our Florida our Floridian fans. I'm sure, they, I'm sure they feel the pain. <laughs> yeah. They're the it's ones here that so you're listening. People. It's true. Yeah, but it, like the ones that I encountered weren't old. Like the people that were going slow on the road, they were old, but like the ones that were just being jerks, maybe, were like maybe they're jerks because they get so tired of all the old people on the road that it makes them impatient. Maybe <laughs> I was going to say that most of them looked like they were named Karen and were about to yell at a manager. <laughs> the, uh, the funny thing about the Hellboy thing is that with Hellboy two, kind of the same thing happened where it opened up like a week or two prior to the dark Knight, And then the dark Knight just like pooped on smashed it. Yeah. The box office <laughs> yeah. and like everybody forgot about Hellboy. That sucks. So it's just kind of, um, the, whoever was responsible of picking release dates lost their job (laughs) hopefully really just you know unless they were setting it up for failure like they just didn't right that's what i'm kind of wondering like uh david harbour the uh from stranger things who played Mm -hmm. hellboy i haven't read much into the article but he did say that there was a lot of issues Uh, when it came to production and and which is never a good sign which i didn't hear much about beforehand right which is a good thing because you hear that usually and it's like oh well this movie's already gonna be a piece of shit yeah Mm -hmm. look at the dark phoenix yeah so after the fact like okay now it makes sense um i i still i'm it almost makes is it weird that it makes me more interested to see it you know i could understand (laughs) in a you know like a morbid curiosity like how bad was it but then again you're the only one out of us that's seen fan four stick i was well and the thing is is is, was it 
was the movie that bad or was it just poor timing of release? I would say a combination of both, maybe. I mean, the director, didn't he direct like some Resident Evil movies? Yeah. Or something? Like the middle I Resident Evil that's movies? Why, that's why Mila Jovovich is in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> was it was it her husband? I don't know, maybe. Okay. I get it mixed up because I know the lady from Underworld ended up shacking up with the director of um, Underworld. What's Kate Black? Kate? Kate Blanchett? Blanchett? Is that it? Clint Blanchett. <laughs> Is that her name? The Underworld chick? I think it's Kate. I something. never saw any of the Underworld movies. I oh. saw one Resident Evil movie, oh. which was the first one. Yeah, me too. Oh no, I saw a Resident Evil Nemesis and it sucked. I've seen a couple of them. I think I've seen most of them. When they when when they get into the classic characters of like Jill and Chris and the, how badly they fucked those characters up, mm-hmm. it really rubbed me the wrong way. Kate Beckinsale, by the way. Beckinsale. I think Blanchett is a uh, hella. Yeah. 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 I'm she's saying. hella, man. She's she's hella. <laughs> so I guess like, uh, yeah, like R.I.P. the Hellboy franchise. It's sad. At least for five or six years. I don't know. My one my one point of uh, criticism is just learn how to color grade so your red doesn't look like pink. Yeah, man. I didn't <clears> I didn't like the color. I didn't, my, my criticism I is is be smart about your release date. Maybe <laughs> maybe don't open a week before and the mark, biggest movie and market the movie. Market the damn because movie. Because there wasn't yeah. a trailer for it until like January. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, this movie, they could have hyped it up really well because it's got the dude from Stranger Things, which is so hot right now. Yeah. They're even bringing back new Coke because of it. <laughs> I seen an ad for that. Yeah. After you mentioned only. it. Online only. Oh, online only. Oh, I have to order some and yeah. then scalp for um, all it's worth. Bone apple tea. Ooh. <laughs> Could mix it with some milk or something. <laughs> I'll, no. no. Um, and the bad news just keeps on coming because Sonic the Hedgehog is being delayed until 2020. <laughs> yeah. Although I consider that good news considering how the trailer looked. Is Dear it? God. Well, I mean, it's being delayed so they can reanimate him to not look like a creepy um, abomination. I was being sarcastic. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's being facetious. Damn it. Zoop. That's the sound of it going over my head. Yeah, Sonic went over your head. <laughs> <laughs> it's too fast for me. Um, Did I tell you that I got into an argument with uh, Sonic the Hedgehog? somebody online about um, Sonic? They oh, said that, fanboy, huh? Yeah, they Those, said that Sonic fan- was faster than the Flash. And I was like, Sonic can only run at the speed of um, speed of sound. He yeah. can only break the sound barrier. He's That's not he's called he's, Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> He's not faster than the no, Flash. I've seen arguments about it. And even when he's supersonic, when he like after he's collected all the Chaos Emeralds, his top speed still doesn't go nearly as fast as uh, the Flash's top speed. When was the last time Sonic time traveled? Exactly. Um, That's the well, in the uh, ABC animated series, season two, episode 14... <laughs> He did time travel, though, but he didn't run fast enough to do it. He didn't use a treadmill or anything. Sorry, that was, that's a true statement. But <laughs> <laughs> not the specific episode. It but. makes sense, though, uh, <laughs> if they're going to go back and, and redo the entire character model. Yeah. Um, the actor that's doing the voice for Sonic teased him having the white gloves. Oh, good. Good. Instead of those creepy flesh-colored fur hands. <laughs> Get those flesh-colored fur hands <laughs> off me. Ugh, they're too soft. Who's voicing them? Um, Should have been Urkel. <laughs> What's his name? I can't remember the actor's name, but he was John Ralphio in Parks and Recs. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, and he does the voice of Leonardo in the Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Uh, it's like right there. I'll remember it halfway through this episode and just yell it out. <laughs> ben Shapiro. <laughs> ben Shapiro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, nope, that's nope, who, I don't think that's it. That's that's who should be voicing Sonic is Ben Shapiro. Hell yeah. It'll make him really likable. <laughs> mm. The guy talks so fast it would make sense. <laughs> You know what's interesting is, speaking of Sonic video game movie, is this week uh, Detective Pikachu was already out of the top three. Really? Yeah. I, I, it's been out for a minute. I, I could see that because usually like that those, movie lost steam really quick. I Well, you know, it's a hype train thing. It really is. It's partially the internet, partially, you know, mm-hmm. all the fans of the video game. So they go and see it once and all right. I still haven't seen it. I'm not really that interested. I never... <laughs> It was, it's just one of those things where I'm Excuse like, uh, we had Motor City Comic Con mm-hmm. and in game and 
bunch of other stuff. Janelle wanted to see Endgame like a couple more times, and I was like, "All right, well, I don't want to go to the movies." Yeah. <laughs> about 126 times. I just I don't know. I never got into the Pokemon. I play I Pokemon love, Snap. I love Pokemon. How much? A lot. <laughs> well, you like I want to see this movie. I really do. They made just, a Caesar movie, then I'd be interested. <laughs> you know what's funny is I feel like since maybe early April, the uh, the box office has been very clustered. It is. There's, you, a, there's a lot. You've had Shazam. You had Avengers. Then you had Detective Pikachu. Then you had John Wick 3. Mm-hmm. Then you had Aladdin. Uh, coming up is Godzilla. Hell yeah. It's, oh, just, yeah. it's just like, it's That's, literally like one after another. Godzilla's this Friday, ain't it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm seeing it tomorrow, baby. Are you? Mm-hmm. I gotta figure out how to see it. You go into the theater and you like, you buy a ticket. And, oh, really? Yep. <laughs> didn't think those words would come out of your mouth. <laughs> hey, I'm happy to support Godzilla and all his endeavors. He just wanted to see his dreams come true. I was oh, actually yeah. curious. What- <laughs> <laughs> Critics are calling it, they're saying that there isn't enough human interaction. It's just giant monsters fighting each other. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That's, that's exactly what Do people not understand the concept of what we want in a movie about a giant radioactive dinosaur. Everybody's always looking for the deep meaning the deep yeah. connections and well meanings. you see godzilla represents a giant monster and then the other <laughs> monsters represent giant monsters that fight him just fucking do it man just do it. it i i i am a firm believer that um that is why the action film will never die mm-hmm. because sometimes you just need this this movie that you can go in and uh enjoy just complete nonsense that's why the fast movies do yeah. so well popcorn movie john john wick Oh yeah, if you're watching John Wick for the plot, you're <laughs> yeah. You go in there for the gratuitous violence and the just the the crazy shit that's happening. Yeah, and the and the has really good uh, cinematography too. I I'm a big advocate of not having love stories. I love when there's not love stories. Yeah, because it seems to be in everything. So when a movie doesn't have a love story, it automatically hits hard with me. Hell yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Guy movies. Yeah, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Testosterone. <laughs> Speaking of, of testosterone. Go on. Uh, Zack Snyder. <laughs> oh, yeah. He keeps tweeting shit about this fucking Snyder cut. And I'm so goddamn sick of it. It's been almost, what, two years? Yeah. Since Justice League? Like, He's just fueling the Snyder fans, man. They're crazy, too. Oh, oh yeah. It's bad. Yeah, you ever run into one? Oh, yes, I have. Yeah, they're, so they're Zach Snyder was trying to, he was, he was going for a deeply cinematic story that would have broken <laughs> ground. And if Warner Brothers just would have stayed committed, they, we would have seen probably the greatest superhero movies ever made. If he really oh. wants to break ground cinematically, he shouldn't be making big budget movies with a bunch of corporate interests entangled with him in the first place. Thank you. Um, well, <laughs> Said it like, perfectly, sir. <laughs> he tweeted it was a picture of uh, Cyborg's dad's dying in yeah. The Snyder Cut. Okay. <laughs> Which is four and a half hours long. Yeah. Presumably. <laughs> really? Like, no. Well, oh. probably. I'm guessing it's a good three and a half hours. I mean, did you ever okay. hear about what Zack Snyder's plans were? No. Wait, did we talk about I, it? I think, we probably I think did, but I forgot. It. it was the thing was going to be basically like uh, uh, Superman was going to go bad because Darkseid was going to kill Lois. And then somehow then Superman becomes bad and he end up, ends up working with Darkseid. Right. Well, <laughs> it's going to go all injustice, huh? And basically, yes, exactly. Well, that then, sounds interesting uh, to me. Aquaman and Wonder Woman, I think we're supposed to die. Wow. Jesus. And then in the future, which we saw a hint of in BVS, mm-hmm. it would be Batman, um, Flash, and like a, a half cyborg. Like he only has like his upper torso. Okay, I'm losing. I'm vastly losing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it was just going to be this whole thing. And Batman was supposed to sacrifice himself. And yeah, that sounds like a confusing mess. It sounds like just mm-hmm. like sad. Just like, yeah. it sounds just, <laughs> it sounds like an else world that you'd be like, Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I feel that the more and more, like you said, he's, tweeting this stuff out and like telling everybody all this crap the more i hear about it the more i'm like okay i backed you before but 
now you're really starting to show your true colors. Like yeah. this is this is nothing remotely similar to the characters that like we everybody knows and loves mm-hmm. it's it's well, it's just fucking weird man it's like frank <laughs> miller the cin- cinematic version yeah he uh i mean remember the comments he said too about oh you're fucking naive if you don't think batman kills like no that's, <laughs> that's one of the like, rules that's like what it is. is what are the what are the core values is of this tr- character you're naive what are you, your expectations unrealistic in this comic book character like <laughs> yeah. calm down there zach <laughs> <laughs> and and you can go back and listen to our Watchmen episode. Zack Snyder's trash. <laughs> where we, you know, praise Zack Snyder. But oh, yeah. yeah, I think when he's extremely to, talented, but he has to be reined in. Yes, he needs kind of like Vince Russo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He yeah. needs he needs somebody to focus all of his energy and that can weed out all of his bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, even if you let him run wild with an original concept or something, you know, where he did. Like Has he done an original movie? Sucker Punch. Oh, yeah. yeah. I loved it. I thought it was a beautiful, amazing movie with robots fighting biplanes and <laughs> schoolgirls fighting 20-foot-tall samurai with machine guns. It was one of those popcorn movies. Yeah, exactly. It was, <laughs> it was literally like the plot was literally an excuse for the action on the screen. Of course it was. <laughs> that's why it was so good. Well, you, Testosterone! That's, he, he shines really well at cinematography, directing a fight scene, making things look really cool, really polished, maybe a little too much slow-mo, but... But he has really good slow-mo. Yeah, he does do it well. And he, he always does those crazy speed rants where, like, it's it's normal, and then he just drops it down to the slow-mo. Uh-huh. He always puts that... <laughs> in, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a sucker for that. That, that. That'll get me every time. I'm like, and then I move in slow-mo when the slow-mo's happening. <laughs> I mean, he's a very talented man, but he, uh, you know, he's not the Jesus Christ of the action-slash-comic-book movie, mm-hmm. like... That's what people, the, the Snyder fans, like yeah. the Snyder bots, if you will. <laughs> like, that's what they're really the Snyder like. Snyder parademons. Yeah, that's what they're really like <laughs> driving home. Is, I mean, you can tell someone's talented when they have a crazy fan base like that, but come on, guys, calm down. What's weird is like you look back at Watchmen and like this is the same guy that did Watchmen. I think he did it. I think he did Watchmen. He did one of the most accurate uh, comic book adaptations Yeah, because it was ever. grim and gritty and that's what he wanted to do. Yeah. DC <laughs> Heroes. I mean, you can be a little dark and serious, but they're not meant to be like so hopeless. Like, yeah, yeah. Justice League Watchmen. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't want to leave a movie feeling just like hopeless, <laughs> you know, like. So you hated Infinity War. <laughs> um, but no, then, I get what you're saying. Because some people will do the argument of because, you know, I'm going to play devil's advocate for both sides. So, you know, me, I would say clearly there was something wrong with Zack Snyder if these movies didn't do well. Mm-hmm. Clearly there was something he wasn't. His movies weren't connecting with or, people. And then the Snyder fan would say, well, it's just because everybody's used to the popcorn Marvel movies like they weren't ready for this there's some you know yeah like it was yeah, it was the audience that's the problem yeah yeah it's well you could say Zack Snyder or possible third party I mean I don't really we don't know what's happening behind the scenes he could uh because like personally like BVS had its uh trip ups and mishaps but all in all cin- cinematography wise like I like the look of the film yes oh yeah but I just don't really know what happened <laughs> literally during the movie and during the production of the movie <laughs> it tried to fit four comic book stories into yeah. one yeah. movie so I think I, I think it was just it was a it was destined recipe, to fail yeah, yeah recipe for disaster you know what question has never been answered I what? have not seen like a response to the end of uh, BVS you know there's the dirt on Superman's casket and then it starts moving and lifting that boom credits implying that he is alive and he's about to you know rise from the grave if you will <laughs> like an altered beast uh, but then in Justice League they have to you know steal his body and put him in some water to get him to come to like okay yeah. what was that at the end of an earthquake <laughs> Next question. It was just his life force. Yeah. Maybe he, oh, he released his bowels. <laughs> super fart? Yeah, super, super shart. 
you see, it's probably all like he probably has like seventy pounds of compacted fecal matter in his body because of how strong how much, his how intestinal muscles. Oh, are. I was gonna say how much red meat he eats. Oh, that's true too. He's a he's a red meat man. <laughs> he's like John Wayne. <laughs> I can't have a serious conversation with you guys. <laughs> I feel like Cody now. <laughs> but yeah, it's very interesting being in some of the Justice League DCU uh, groups and just seeing that like outpour of support for Snyder. Which, if you remember, when BVS came out, people were like petitioning for him to be removed. Yeah, yeah I remember. So I don't know that. when this switch flipped where suddenly people were like when it stopped being cool to, to uh, hate him yeah. yeah yeah it's a lot like that it's just i mean it's i'm gonna say it's a comic book uh community plus like, there's there's the dc like people that just are hardline dc won't watch a marvel movie so they support anything that's a dc product no matter what i feel like there are more people you may disagree i feel like there's more people on that side of the fence than there are marvel um, i think there's more people that are like diehard dc and and hate anything marvel than there are marvel that hate anything dc I'm, there's people on both sides but just in my experience, I've seen more from the DC side. I think the DC side is more vocal because it's a lot easier to uh, like Marvel movies, in my opinion. Yeah, I, well, think, I think it's still just a, the classic case of hate the thing that's cool. Yeah, yeah, I think that may be a large part of it. But uh, now that DC is finally starting to, you know, build up a head of steam, hopefully it'll even out and we can all hate each other in equal measure. <laughs> well, I saw uh, somebody post this stupid meme, too. It was a clip from Infinity War or not Infinity War Endgame where Thor is back in time and he's doing this to see if he's, you know, Still and it worthy. says, uh, instead of on Thor, it says the dark Knight, and then like shows the hammer coming and it says, Best comic book movie. Oh, I'm still worthy. I'm like, come on. It's I enjoyed. The it's like the saving deal, grace, but. you know. Like, you you got that one person that like is a constant screw up, but they always bring up that one time that they did something good. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's, and it's like, yeah, but that does not save you from all the bad shit that happened. I uh, I don't think, in my opinion, I would say Winter Soldier is the greatest comic book movie of all time. It's a it's. I would say it's a solid contender. To be honest, I don't even really consider The Dark Knight to be a. I mean, like, other than the fact that it has Batman and the Joker in it, it's not really a comic book movie. It doesn't you fit the really... role for a comic book movie in any way, shape, or form. It's, it's a, uh, oh, what's his name? Christopher Nolan? Yes, it's a Christopher Nolan movie, like, yeah. through and through. It fits it's his a, mold. It doesn't fit any other mold. It's a yeah. mob crime movie. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's masquerading a, as a Batman movie. Yep. Well, and it does, I should say masquerading. That sounds, <laughs> that has bad implications. In a, in a cape and cowl of a uh, comic book movie. <laughs> and I mean, to me, you can't really, com- you can't compare The Dark Knight to, like, Endgame. Yeah. Like, mm. they're two totally different different movies like and in my opinion i don't think for the longest time i thought the dark knight trilogy was like the best comic book trilogy and i don't really think that anymore i think there are because dark knight trilogy though batman begins was good it really peaked with the dark knight and dark knight rises was a little too much mm-hmm. in some points uh and i think captain america trilogy in my opinion it just got better and better and better oh, and like yeah. even like you look at the avenger film series even though it's not technically a trilogy like even that is a film series what's that two doesn't count what, age of all <laughs> yes let's just forget that that happened i i mean i thought you were a fan of that no, one no i didn't really like it i swear to god you said before uh-uh, you I were said i only saw it twice maybe it was mike then <laughs> i mean no it wasn't terrible but i still it was by it. far the weakest of the four i agree i would yeah i would agree I mean, with that when you compare it to like the first avengers which was like monumental yeah and then you have infinity war and endgame like yeah it's very easy for yeah age of ultron to kind of get lost but i've 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 said that age of ultron has been uh is made better by the movies that precede it like spider-man mm-hmm. well not spider-man but uh civil war and then spider-man homecoming and yeah, i think yeah. uh i think that could be said with with almost any of them besides maybe hulk <laughs> <laughs> like i think i think hulk is like this like damn child of the of the mcu family wait you mean the incredible hulk right yes Hulk is the Ang Lee one. Sorry. That's you knew thing. what I meant. I know. Um, I'm a big Hulk fan, so <laughs> I'm like one of seven people. Me and Mikey are two of seven people. With Thor Ragnarok and the Hulk, remember how mad I was about how the Hulk was just like this vehicle? Mm-hmm. Well, I, 
then went back and I watched Hulk, uh, Thor Ragnarok, and then Infinity War. And if you really, if you pay attention to the character, he has his own sub story mm-hmm. going on while uh, through Ragnarok into Infinity War, and then obviously concluding into Endgame. Um, it's like a, his own mini trilogy. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, okay, th- like that's cool. Like, but when Ragnarok came out, I was pissed. I was yeah. just like, hey, you're yeah. fucking up this character. <laughs> you're just using him to get people in seats, but I'm okay now. I wonder if they could cut it into its own movie. <laughs> Maybe you've brought it up, Mike, about the whole universal contract that it could be used in team up movies, but mm-hmm. can't be used in solo movies. That's weird. And it, it really kind of screws the character of Bruce Banner and the Hulk. And I loved how they seem to like have worked around the contract and, grew the hulk and banner as a character he grew (laughs) (laughs) uh through the team-up movies and i was like that's fucking genius (laughs) you worked around the bullshit contract that you cut years ago Mm -hmm. good on you marvel good on you good job you done it again did you see because you mentioned fan cut did you see somebody did a fan cut of endgame where they were cutting out all of captain marvel's parts (laughs) (laughs) so they cut out five minutes of the movie yeah no kidding she wasn't even in there that much Enough to make some fanboy go, I'm going to cut her out and make this movie perfect. <laughs> it's ridiculous because like her, like when she showed up at the end, I thought that was like fantastic. I was so happy that that happened because I was like, there's yeah, Captain she's Marvel. Finally, she's finally in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Like there, like that's, that was what I waited to see in the movie Captain Marvel, but I never got it. It felt to me like her character was definitely shoehorned in. I felt like her character wasn't in the original script and they're like, we're going to need to put Captain Marvel. What's funny that. is she shot uh, Endgame before she even shot Captain Marvel. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Um, I also heard they, they filmed two different scenarios in Endgame, one without Captain Marvel in case Captain Marvel bombed. I don't know if that's true or not, but I was like, geez, <laughs> I, well, well it's I mean, it was getting a lot of hate, obviously. So. Yeah. I still maintain that the hate the film was getting, it was just a very vocal minority. Yeah. Um, very, very vocal because yeah. once the movie came out and like it was making so it much money. made a billion, didn't it? Yeah. And then you didn't hear anything. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I think this was just a pocket of fans. People that were, are only seeing it because they feel like they're forced to. <laughs> like the crazy. Disney bought, Disney bought tickets. <laughs> Disney bought tickets. That's that's the. Did I ever tell you guys the story about Aquaman? No. Okay. Tell so, me. He was a boy. He <laughs> yes, was a boy. He was, he was from the land of Atlantis. Part, part from the land, yes. part from the water. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it was like opening weekend of Aquaman. We showed up early. We were waiting at the little concession stand area over at the Cinemark. These two guys came in and sat down at a table next to us and had probably like 30, 40 tickets. And I'm like, Jesus, man, like it was a family gathering. Cause it was like, what, November, you know, mm-hmm. it, it was reasonable to say that maybe they had all the family in and they're going to go see a movie. And oh, I see these guys. Oh, December. It came out in December. Was it December? Yeah. Okay. So even, even more. Even more. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm like, oh, okay. You know, whatever. And then we walk in, seat down and I see these two guys walk in they go and they sit in the row and then nobody shows up. That's so, wait, they just wanted a row to themselves. They bought a bunch of tickets. Like, I don't know if they wanted to row for or himself. Or if they were or, just super Aquaman or DC or, fans. Or if they were the DC fans we were just talking about. I was just like, they seriously buy the whole <laughs> row and nobody's coming. And nobody showed up. No one showed holy up. Holy shit. And I was like, holy fuck. That's like, over 300 bucks, isn't it? I don't know. Like, I, I've never really, because it was it was the big theater. It was the XD theater. Damn. Um, so that, I would have to say it's probably at least 12, 13 seats across, maybe. So I 12, mean, 13 seats across at 13 bucks a pop. What is that? Shh, don't ask math questions. <laughs> Fans, if you have an idea at home, the number, please tune in. If you are correct, we will we will say probably yes, because we can't tell. You uh <laughs> but you guys heard about the whole like theory that Disney was buying yeah, tickets, right? Yeah. Disney doesn't need to do that, dude. Like <laughs> No. Just there's a, a video on YouTube. Look it up. It's called Charting with Dan from Screen Junkies. Mm-hmm. And he basically takes every myth I think I've seen this that that people had for Captain Marvel of why it did good uh-huh. and like 
basically debunks every single one of them. And he was somebody he didn't even like the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so he just takes cold, hard facts and like, listen, this is why this is what you're saying. This is why it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. This is why it's stupid. <laughs> and it, it's just it's, it's beautiful. And I'm like an objective point of view. Mm-hmm. What a wacky concept. <laughs> it's just it's a stupid thought process to think a multi-billion dollar company will just would risk such a scrutiny. Yeah. Like it's just they don't need to like if 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 the MCU fails tomorrow, Disney's still okay. Yeah. There's, they're not, you know, they're not some sort of like, you know, Kickstarter. That's like, we need to make sure this succeeds <laughs> and put why, people in seats. Why would Disney do that with, you know, a Marvel movie and not do it with the uh, wrinkle in time? Yeah. yeah. Or, <laughs> you know, uh, any other, uh, John Carter of Mars. Oh, I, I like, totally forgot about that movie. Yeah. I like that movie. You would. Uh, coward. Then, then they also do Prince of Persia. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I don't know. I don't know about that. Either way. They even had Jake Gyllenhaal in the Prince of Persia. Mm-hmm. And still didn't get the movie looked in. like crap. Um, anywho, <laughs> you know what movie wasn't crap? What? Or maybe it was. We'll find out. <laughs> Batman versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> very good. I was very hesitant about the movie, actually. Yeah. Really? Is just, it kind of like where you hear some, about some sort of weird food combination? You're like, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, no, just from character design standpoint. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. All the character designs looked weird. Yeah, I still like watching it. Like, even to the end, I still wasn't 100% sold on. Is it because they didn't, the turtles didn't have eyes? Like, dot eyes? No, not even like... Donnie looked weird. Donnie looked weird and Raphael looked weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leo and Michelangelo look, looked Fine, okay. yeah. Um, the Batman design was really weird. I love the Batman design. I knew you would. <laughs> he had the blue cowl with the uh, yellow Batman symbol. What's uh, What's cool though is that um, the designs really don't differ that much from the comic to no. the yeah. animated adaptation, which was it's it's nice to see. Like it's like okay, like because nice it was they're a, taking inspiration. Yeah, it was a the comic was a big hit. Like people love that comic. People rant and rave. Well, they made was, a sequel to it. Yeah, so. they yeah. <laughs> So I meant to actually bring it today, but I forgot. Do you know what the Sorry, animation? Rem- we forgive you. Do you know what the animation reminded me of? Hmm. Uh, the Batman. The a little an- bit. Yeah, especially Batgirl in it, and like the Penguin. They they gave me the Batman vibes a lot because it was it got really cartoony in areas, especially the uh, mutants in it that weren't you know the Ninja Turtles. All the generic mutants. Yes. Um. Yeah. Like what I f- I kind of agree with you because in that sense, like I felt like looking at the animation, like seeing just like previews and stuff for it, I was like, I feel like this is gonna lean a little bit more in the in the family oriented <laughs> boy were we wrong about that <laughs> i was so wrong it was weird because like in a way you were right because it would go from like silly and slapstick to someone having a shirt of their head and <laughs> someone's head cut off yeah or people being lifted up by the shredder's claws like a predator oh, that yeah, yeah, was yeah. fucking awesome that was uh that was cool um I remember when I when I first saw the trailer for it and after I got done watching it, I was like, I didn't realize how much I really wanted to see Batman fight the Shredder. Exactly. I know. <laughs> I was, it was like this missing hole in my heart that I never knew was there until it was filled. I don't think there's ever been a time in these animated movies that like I literally sat there in my chair, like oh, ripping the chair. That, that, that first fight scene between Bats and the Shredder was intense. It was. It was a back and forth like... You know, Shredder takes a takes the hit on Batman, and then Batman comes back and takes a hit on him, <laughs> and it's like just this crazy, evenly matched deal. And I'm just like, this is amazing. <laughs> it was. Like it was like you guys just said, it was something that I didn't know I wanted, but <laughs> when I seen it, I was like, I I need more of this, more Batman Shredder, please. <laughs> Hell yeah, that yeah, was a nice, fully fleshed out fight scene. Oh, it was so fantastic. It was it was just, oh, it was so good. It was, and it was just oh man, like when uh, he throws the batarangs. Mm-hmm. And Shredder cuts him with his gauntlet. <laughs> I was like, "Ooh, carbon fiber can't 
can't hold up to that casted steel, huh, That's Bats? Right. When Batman broke <laughs> then off Bats, his... Bats breaks his collar. So I was like, that doesn't make sense, but that is so cool. <laughs> he hit it really hard. At that point, I was like, that whole costume looks like it's like cloth. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Later, you see him putting on the gloves, and it looks like cloth. And I'm like, no, it really doesn't make sense. But I'm not going to question it, because it was awesome. <laughs> it was a martial arts technique. It was. That he must have like he hit the flat side of it. That's it was it was yeah. He, he found <laughs> he, he found the weak point yeah. in the steel and uh, broke it. I thought the uh, the turtles were on point for the most part. Yeah, um, I really like actually Donnie was probably my favorite Ninja Turtle in this movie. I, was I surprised. thought he really shined. Actually. Yeah, I agree me with too. You. Like uh, just some of his line deliveries and some of the moments he got, I was like he actually. He actually kind of stood out to me, which is weird because usually Donatello oh, like, is the most mm. in the background turtle. Normally. Yeah. I mean, hell, he's the one that they picked to kill in the, uh, the IDW or is it? I can't remember which comic makes Ninja Turtles. Oh yeah. When they broke his shell. Yeah. That um, was a sad moment. It was. I don't think it stuck though. Did it? No. Uh, I mean, how are you going to have three Ninja yeah, Turtles? No, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> the one thing I did, I did notice with this and I've noticed with a lot of Ninja Turtle stuff, especially more recent stuff is you got to use Michelangelo very carefully. Sparingly. Yeah, sparingly. Because, because he, he a little, borderline on an irritant. He's yeah. A little goes a long way. I would say he got annoying a couple times but overall it wasn't it didn't detract from the film yeah like i know exactly what you're saying i would get annoyed and then all of a sudden they'd reel it back yeah yeah and then it would come again and then it's just so weird you could have sworn like you know this is a nickelodeon film right yeah uh warner brothers and nickelodeon and but it's pg-13 like hard pg-13 it's so weird seeing Nickelodeon involved in like a movie like this yeah. with the Ninja Turtles. And, um, it's just such a weird combination. Uh, I thought it worked really well, though. The uh, if you if you go back and watch, remember the uh, CG TMNT movie? Yes, mm-hmm. that was the, my one main gripe on it. Besides not having Shredder in it, was that Michelangelo was like fucking irritating, yeah, like mm-hmm. annoying, annoyingly just really so. in your face, yeah. yeah. And that's kind of the same thing with like the Michael Bay movies. Like it's with the Turtles, it's weird because they have their personalities, and I think through each incarnation sometimes they have a tendency to amp up their personalities even mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. to where they almost become characters of themselves. Mm-hmm. Like there was a couple times with Raphael where I'm like, okay, we get it. You're, you're angsty. You're yeah. angsty. You're <laughs> you talk about Michael Bay or this, this, this. Okay. Yeah. Like you yeah. literally like two or three times in the movie. Like, all right, everyone don't just jump in and attack right away. Oh, I'll do it. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's weird because that, that, that's his character flaw. Mm-hmm. He's the run and gun kind of guy. Um, Can but I just have a sarcastic Raphael like in my childhood. <laughs> He's Not rude, in this PG-13. <laughs> He's cool but rude. See, exactly. Yeah. Give him a break. <laughs> Another thing I loved about this movie is how they poked fun at all the, you know, the Batman animated series version of Gotham, which is, this was kind of a retelling of that. Oh, like, there's the all blimps. the blimps everywhere. What are they for? <laughs> <laughs> there were a few points where actually I, I LOL'd pretty hard. Yeah. Did you guys catch at the very beginning when uh, Alpha brings Bruce his coffee? Yeah. This is Superman mug. In the Superman <laughs> mug. I thought he was going to like give it like the, 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 the Batman stare. Like, mm. <laughs> I was, I did. I was like, that's weird. He that has was, a Superman. Mug. <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing I liked about Batman. Uh, he even cracked jokes in this movie. Like, you he know, did. you know, like you he tells him to, pl- tells him to have the police not show up at the Wayne tech, uh, facility that's about to get robbed. He's like, shall I tell them that, you know, a masked bat, you'll be dressing up as a masked bat vigilante and, you know, stopping. I'm sure you'll think of something. <laughs> <laughs> he also says cowabunga. I was just he does. He says, he says cowabunga and he says pizza time. <laughs> Hearing Batman say pizza time. <laughs> His Batman voice. It was, it brought like those two points when you hear him say cowabunga and then when, <laughs> when he says pizza time, it brings me back to, um, like when he would team up with the Scooby-Doo gang. Yes. <laughs> There'll be bat milk and cookies. <laughs> I was uh, having trouble at the beginning there figuring out which Robin it was. 
Oh yeah. It was like a it was combo. Almost like an amalgamation of uh Tim Drake and yeah, animated Damien. Tim Drake and Damien. I was like, is that Damien? Well, he's wearing it? the hoods. So. I just assumed it was Damien because of the outfit. Yeah. Well, I really liked and he was really, you know, snotty too at yes. first. And then he softened up really fast and became really likable. I was like, this is the most likable Damien Wayne I've ever seen yeah. in anything. Obviously it's the uh detracted Damien Wayne from later on in uh-huh. his appearances. <laughs> <laughs> the one that actually listens to Bruce and realizes that Bruce is the guiding light that he needed in his life. Now, one mention of uh, Rish being his grandfather, though. Yeah, which is it's also weird. He's the only one who called him Rish. Everyone else called him Roz. Yeah. Oh, I don't think I noticed that. Yeah, <laughs> I did not notice that. I at still all. call him Rish. And everyone's you? like, you mean Roz? Elgle? No, watch the animated series. I hate you. <laughs> What'd you guys think of the Baxter Stoplin character? I loved him. I loved he was him. hilarious. He almost reminded me of like uh, Jeff Goldblum or something. <laughs> You know, I'm not sure where I am on the whole hostage versus employee I thing. I can see that. I mean, I haven't been. I haven't been paid ever, so. Um, and it's even funnier because you said Jeff Goldblum and Jeff Goldblum was, was the, the fly. fly. Yeah. I think that might have been a little, you know, a little pun in there. The whole uh, Gotham Rose Gallery turning into mutants was yes. a bit strange. I was, I was, I was really, really concerned because when you first see the mutation happen on one of uh, Roz's uh, henchmen or goons or whatever you want to call him, and he turns into the dog or the wolf or whatever uh-huh. it is, and then you see Harley later change into the dog or the wolf or whatever she was. You think they're going to bang? I no. <laughs> I thought everybody was going to be oh, dogs, a dog. Yeah. And I was like, no. But then Mr. Freeze shows up as a fucking polar bear. They basically all turned into Mega Man bosses. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was Two-Face was like a two-headed cat. Yeah, yeah. which is weird. Uh, Bane was a jaguar. Um, Joker po- was a snake. Yeah, which is weird. You think they'd go for a shark a or a hyena? Yeah, he was a cobra snake. He was a cobra snake. Cobra it- Kai. Is it their their models almost looked like Hanna Barbera ish or like Street Sharks or something? They did, oh, yeah. But yeah, um, I think if they released action figures of those, I I I, eh, I might, might pick up a few of them. Especially <laughs> pick up Harley. I would definitely pick up Mister Har- Freeze. Oh yeah, he was, Harley Quinn looked terrifying. Holy shit! Like this gigantic weird. head with those sharp teeth, and <laughs> the exact same voice. It was scary. But yeah, also the part with uh, Poison Ivy uh-huh. where she looks all terrifying, but yeah. then she just couldn't reach them because she was planted <laughs> in the ground. <laughs> like, that was ridiculous. Should we? Just walk around. His <laughs> edge around the room to get around. Uh, that was fucking funny. There, there was parts like that. I can't think of anything off the top of my head right now. But there was like parts with that slapstick comedy that I was just kind of like, oh man. But like, I don't think it. I don't think you cannot not do that mm-hmm. and have the turtles involved in a Batman scenario. Yeah. Like it just would not work. Like I, it, you need that weird slapstick to kind of lighten the, uh, or it kind of meshes the two yeah, together. Yes, yeah. Yes. Because so, you have to realize this is all in good fun. It's not meant to be, mm-hmm. an, you know, an adaptation. These two characters couldn't be adapted in a super serious manner. It just wouldn't work. Right. I was very curious at how it was going to be. Like, I didn't know if there was going to be some sort of weird portal that yeah. put one into the no, other. No, it's just in but some no, sort of weird universe where they both coexist. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, okay, well, I guess less you explain the better. Is there like, um, does New York City exist in the DC universe? Are there heroes from New York City? I don't know, because I feel like New York, Gotham, and Metropolis are the yeah, exactly. same yeah. city. <laughs> Except for the blimps. Except yes. for the blimps. I was really glad that uh, Turtle Tech was in there. Yeah. Man, I love the turtle van, and it shot the uh, pizza manhole cover like fucking kill the guy (laughs) holy shit man those things are going like 80 miles an hour it's a manhole that weighs like 100 pounds because they shot one one of the foot soldiers or was it it wasn't important just one of the one of the generic ninjas they were in like a carrying thing like a shuttle or something Uh it went right through it yep that guy's dead (laughs) fucking dead well hell leonardo was hitting those dudes with his uh katanas too so Uh yeah i uh I, i did a screech when i seen a turtle com 
Yes. I was like, I love turtle comms. Hell yeah. I also loved how they just instantly found out where the bat cave was too. It's like, hold on, let me just do five minutes of research. <laughs> well, judging by where our Batman is known to uh <laughs> right here. They just the, swam up to it. <laughs> the scenario where they're in the sewers and they're talking out the plan and Mikey's over there at the whiteboard and he's yes. drawing and he's like, I got it. <laughs> and he's like pros and he names the pros and the cons. I was like, I like that part. <laughs> And That's probably just, one of my favorite parts. Promptly ignore it and continue. <laughs> just keep going with the actual conversation. <laughs> it yeah. was it was surprisingly like really enjoyable. Yes, and it, it was better than I expected. It went by really fast too. Like oh yeah, it was only like, like an hour and twenty six minutes. Yeah. or something like that twenty nine minutes. It was just shy of an hour and a half. Like all the character interaction, I really enjoyed. Nothing made me cringe. The Rachel Ghoul uh, Shredder interaction, I loved because they both hated each other. Uh-huh. <laughs> And they were both just cutting into each other all the time. It was just funny. Like, uh, yeah. Tara Strong did uh, the voice for Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn in this. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. I was wondering who did Poison Ivy. I was like, it doesn't sound like any way I know. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Uh, yeah. Troy Baker did Batman and Joker. Yeah. Oh, wow. So that's it's weird because he, he has a passable Kevin Conroy. I was, and uh, when, I, when he first took up the mantle, I don't remember what it was, but I was really iffy with him. And then this one. I actually had to do a double take. I was like, wait, yeah, I double checked too. I was, I was pretty sure that Kevin Conroy was not part of this, but I was like, is that him? <laughs> and I looked, I go, no, but God damn, he really mastered the shit out of yeah, that. Yeah, He's probably got the most, the best Kevin Conroy impersonation Batman voice I've heard. Cause he did, uh, he also did Joker for Arkham origins. Yeah. Uh, was. Very so, talented. Yeah. He, he does. He did Deadpool. I think at one point too. Yes, he did for the game. So good on him. Hell yeah. Um, trying to think there was one part in it i can't remember what that actually had me laugh like really hysterically and i'm trying to think of it this entire episode <laughs> and i can't think of it and i wish to god i could <laughs> we'll have to watch it again i do have to watch it again i'm probably gonna pick it up yeah i'm i think i might get a digital copy of this bad boy whoa <laughs> to be perfectly honest i didn't think either of you, you know, pick it up after i bought it digital uh, so, you know what i find weird and i thought about it when i was watching it why is it like dc has been able to play with all these other characters like outside of their realm but you never see marvel do it in the books huh um, mm. there was an invi- invincible Marvel crossover. Was there? Yeah. It was really funny too. Cause there's, you know, Batman, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and there's also a Justice League Power Rangers crossover. Yeah. Which is really good. I don't know if either of you have read that. Mm-mm. I've yeah. seen panels from it. It looked really good. They should, good uh, <laughs> they should do that next. Oh, oh yeah. That's the shit out of that. Just an animated Power Rangers movie in general, man. If, if they could just get the original Power Rangers. That are still alive. That, uh, <laughs> to voice them. Rest yeah. in peace, Trini. No. You know, they could theoretically though, for the most part. Yeah. They could like, they're all, uh, alive mainly. <laughs> we get it. Jeff. <laughs> None of them really shy away from At that work. area of fame <laughs> yeah. because they don't have many other areas of fame except for Jason, David Frank, who but he's, he's fully embraced the power ranger. Oh yeah. Man, it's made it his identity. Yeah. Which yeah, is, well, that's, that's, and he's been the most thing. successful one. I think, uh, what was it the past few years the other ones start to surface, you know, uh, what's mm-hmm. the space, the original red ranger, um, Austin St. John. Yes. And then, Obviously, the rest of them, they started to kind of start coming around and do the cons and everything like mm-hmm. that. We can make a buttload of cash. Yeah. We're just sitting around. All of our fans are now adults and <laughs> with a grown up money. With, gro- <laughs> with grown up money that will pay like. And still child brains. $80 <laughs> to, to get a photo with. Yeah. Yep. Amy Jo Johnson, I think, was the she's pretty successful, too, because I think she does like Hallmark movies. And she did. And she, and yeah, she was she did some some TV shows. She still, you know, looks amazing to this day. She just looks fantastic. I've seen her in person. She does look amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. She's very nice, too. Very soft spoken, which is weird hmm. because obviously Kimberly was not yeah. very soft spoken. <laughs> acting. acting. <laughs> Yay. Acting. Portray something you're not. <laughs> but yeah, no, she was really cool. 
Hell yeah. Another uh, thing I really enjoyed, Rachel Ghoul's fight with Leonardo, and he kept his one hand behind his back, like in the old saber oh, fencing yeah. techniques oh, yeah. from the 1800s. I was like, oh, that looks so cool. <laughs> I like how when uh, he he goes to sword fight, he he immediately has to disrobe. Yes. <laughs> it takes <laughs> his shirt off. Is there any other way? I hope no. not. I don't want to see Rach fighting anyone yeah. with a shirt on. He broke Donatello's arm, too. He did. That was pretty graphic. What? <laughs> It didn't have a turtle bone sticking out though, so that's good. It's all right though; their arms grow back because they're turtles. Oh, because of turtles. <laughs> okay. Do they? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Reptile. Well, depends on the turtle, but I was gonna say. Plus, they're mutants. They are mutants. They're mutants. Hardcore. No turtle blimp though. No, it would have been great to see the turtle blimp with the oh, yeah. blimps. Oh my god, dipping and dodging, yep. and ducking. <laughs> I think if it goes, if sales really go good enough, I think the chances of them. Well, you look at the post credit scene. Yeah, it's definitely set up for a sequel. We won't, we won't spoil it, but it was really, it was really crazy. <laughs> and I mean, crazy, cray cray. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, oh boy. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, they're really gonna. They're, they're really intertwining the universes with this one. Hey, oh, another part that was really fucking funny was when the penguin stole the uh, cloud seeder for uh, the foot and uh, the League of Assassins. And then uh, they just refused to pay him and kill all of his henchmen. And he's like, wow, just crack it up as a resume building exercise. <laughs> <laughs> And that was when Baxter made the joke. Oh, I haven't been paid yet. So it really. Maybe I am. <laughs> so it really adds one to the. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I think I think the second book introduces or brings in bebop and rocksteady oh fuck yeah man um so that's that's the one thing i really hope for if they if they do go and make another one like bebop and rocksteady appear but i don't know with that post credit scene that post credit scene was pretty did you guys notice in the uh turtle van that the calendar was on april yeah i did notice no i didn't notice (laughs) and that's that's why i was saying when i was talking to you guys that i really wanted to watch it a second time because i feel like i missed a lot uh because obviously me being dumb, I multitask when I watch these things. <laughs> so I do other stuff. I think there's a lot more to be explored yes. in these stories. And I, I hope they do more. And I, I think it'll do good. Uh, we liked it. But then again, we liked uh, Batman, Harley Quinn. Yeah, that's true. And everybody, I else, everybody else in the world. Hated I it, really but. don't see people not liking this. I mean, I think um, unless you're like a real hardcore, you know, grim and gritty Batman fan who can't have Batman smiling or saying pizza oh, time. No, no bat fun for you. Yes. He has to be miserable. Everyone he associates with have to be miserable. Yeah. Um, from what I see of uh, uh, social media reactions of people that have gotten the early access digital copy like we did, um, they seem to really enjoy it as well. So I'm, I'm hoping that it'll be an all around positive um, reaction to the movie when it gets full released, which yeah. is what June fourth. I think that's when a uh, physical copy goes on sale. Sweet. Also, the furry community will probably be big into this movie because there's. A I, furry I was version. wondering if you're going to bring it up. <laughs> I'm hoping next year there's a there's a furry version of Mister Freeze at Comic Con. Oh, that'd be amazing. There's a polar bear walking around. The polar bear from Lost. <laughs> so I'm like, that's. That's so on point that he turned into a polar it's, bear. It was so fantastic. I was hoping he turned into a walrus, but like I, penguin. I, I <laughs> oh, there he just turns into a penguin. <laughs> and then the penguin turns into a polar bear. It was uh, it was it, it was the when he showed up. It was the first time in a long time that I had a reaction where I actually just like screamed out, "Yes!" <laughs> yeah, he was great. I also liked how his normal in his normal attire, he uh-huh. had an icicle goatee. <laughs> he did. He did. He did. Oh, I liked shit, when uh, did. Who was it when it was uh, I think it was Robin, Raphael, and Michelangelo. When they walk into Poison Ivy's room uh-huh. and she has this big speech and she's gonna yeah. try to eat them and she can't reach, she's like, oh, so we just uh yeah, walk just walk around. And I was like one character I really, really, really enjoyed. Like I stopped everything I was doing 
and watch the whole sequence is when they stumble upon uh, the scarecrow mm-hmm. and he's a crow. Oh yeah. And then like, what is it? I think it's, it's Leo and bat. Yeah. yeah. Bats. And he's, he goes to warn them. Um, probably should about, have warned him beforehand about but. the fear toxin <laughs> and then Leo gets hit with it and then the hallucination that he sees was rather grotesque it was it was really graphic yeah like I, it, it, he gets hit and then he sees his brothers and then his brothers are swarmed by crows and the crows start to leave and you just see these like skele- skeletonized like, like turtles yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like holy shit <laughs> I was like, wow, that got dark really fast. And that, that was that was a pretty fantastic. Then the character design of the Scarecrow mm-hmm. uh, was just <laughs> fucking great. It was just so good. I loved it. I love the fact that they mutated into what they should be. Uh-huh. Oh, so good. Two-Face was creepy looking. He, he was. Like something from The Thing or something. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah. Or uh, what was that other thing? Uh, Evil Dead. Yes. The fucking weird Evil Dead 2, I think. Uh-huh. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> I hate that. Hate but- it. But yeah, I would say this is a must watch. I, if you like either or even have a, you know, if you even have like a passing interest, I would say pick it up. Highly entertaining. If you had told me when I was a kid that one day there would be an animated movie crossing over the Ninja Turtles and Batman (laughs) where people are getting their heads cut off. I've been like, (laughs) no, yeah, get out of town. That'll never happen. (laughs) Don't lie to me. And here we are. And it happened. And it's amazing. It it was a a romp and a half. I'd say it was. Yeah, I, uh. I will say when we were discussing this and you brought it up, Jeff, and I seen that it was for digital download, I was very hesitant about doing it because it seems that every time that I go and buy one of the movies, it's always the movie that sucks. Yeah. Like, so I'm, I'm super hesitant. To curse it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, I think I'm cursed. There was a, I mean, in my opinion, when it comes to animation, animated movies, like the bar is set pretty low at this point because you have uh, Suicide Squad Hell to Pay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is like by far, I think one of the worst animated DC movies ever. And if you go follow us on Instagram, we'll give you it. <laughs> Unopened because I still haven't opened mine. Really? <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> so if you want to win a shitty movie, <laughs> I can't. I can't mean. I can't think of one that's that's been that I gods and monsters more. were was pretty bad. Gods and monsters was pretty bad, but a lot. Uh, I uh, I wasn't a big fan of which Batman movie. Bad Blood. Bad Blood was well. Hold on. Bad Blood on a second watch wasn't as bad as I remember. I saw somebody that did like a. It was like a top. 10 list or top five list of their animated Batman movies. And all three of those were in there. Bad what? blood. Um, has there been Batman many? versus Robin? Ugh. And <laughs> what was the other one? There was another one. Son of Batman. Son of Batman. Yeah. No. All of those were in their top five. I'm like, those, those are all terrible. All of them are so bad. <laughs> and this person has bad taste because they disagree with us. <laughs> I mean, if, if I would say it would be like Batman, Red Hood. Yeah. Uh, Batman, Superman, Public Enemies. Loved it. Fantastic. Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You're just doing Batman? Yeah, yeah. If, oh. I, was, if I was thinking like like top five Batman. And would you put Mask of the Phantasm in there? Because it's an animated Batman. Oh, dude, movie. that's probably my favorite one then. That'd be number one. Yeah. I enjoyed Batman Sub-Zero. Oh, I'm yeah. A, I like I'm Batman a, I'm a sucker too. for Mr. Freeze. Let's just get it out of the way. <laughs> hey, me too, man. He's, <laughs> he's, he's an amazing he's definitely character. He's in my top three favorite Batman villains. Oh, yeah. The way they portrayed him in the animated series. And I'd, I loved his voice. You they know? redefined him. They did. Literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how he's portrayed nowadays. Mm-hmm. And then when he makes his appearance in the games was, oh, that was so uh, good. Because you think you're going to work with him and then you don't work with him. He betrays <laughs> you and he gets his big old metal suit Damn. and he talks like this. <laughs> his, uh, Robotic-like. He was great in uh, Batman Beyond, too. Very oh, yeah. sad episode. Tragic episode. He's one of the tragic villains that are actually done right. Mm-hmm. They give someone a tragic reimagining. I think it was a annual that DC did that was um, Mr. Freeze oriented. Like it was just like a story about Mr. Freeze. Sweet. It was fantastic. I'll have to go through my boxes and see if I can't find it and let you guys read it. Hell yeah. It was, it was just so good. And I just, it was 
complete fan service anybody that liked the villain and to get a little bit more than just the normal run-in of Batman and Mr. Freeze. Because it doesn't really happen much in the comics. Like it, it, It's very few and far in between. It's usually just a cameo of some sort. He's normally in a group setting these days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I definitely, uh, I would, another thing I thought about when watching, I was like, man, I was like, I would like to see Casey Jones in this setting. Oh, mm. fuck yeah, man. <laughs> like, he's, he's, I'd like to see Casey Jones try to fight Batman. <laughs> I'd like to see <laughs> Batman and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles versus New York, you know? Like, I'd like to see the settings reverse where he's in New York and he's mm. helping the Ninja Turtles with something. That might be given the uh, end credits. Yeah. Could be. Doom, doom, doom. Anything's possible. Yeah. Now, yeah. I mean, when you have an animated Batman <laughs> Ninja Turtle movie with people getting ninja stars in their heads. I just know? want to go on record saying like a year ago, I told you guys about this comic and I said, you guys should read it. We agreed. And then we didn't do and it. And then we didn't do it. <laughs> but now it's all on digital on DC Universe. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You said that the other day, didn't you? Yep. Now it's it? being listened to. <laughs> I haven't had time yet. No. Shall we yep. rate this bad boy? I think so. Slate this fucker. Yes. <laughs> I can go first. Mm. All right. I love this movie. There was very little to detract in this film. Sometimes the animation got a little too Hanna-Barbera-y, especially when the Joker got hit and knocked all of his teeth out, like in the Tom and Jerry cartoon. <laughs> but at the same time, I found it to be highly entertaining. And the fights in it were just amazing. I loved the penguin in it. We had the penguin sword fighting Leonardo with a, his sword umbrella. I was like, oh, I <laughs> never knew I needed that either. You face the penguin. You know, oh, it was great. But uh, yeah. And then when he escaped with his uh, helicopter umbrella and they just didn't know that he would do that they thought he killed himself when he jumped off the building and they're all just amazed like oh this is fantastic so yeah overall very very enjoyable could not recommend enough i'd give it nine furry whack-off materials out of ten. Oh my god <laughs> good lord I know sometimes I would do myself <laughs> that rating borderline comes close to mine which makes me mad <laughs> Um, but I would have to say that um, the character designs for me were essentially flawless. Like I, I really enjoyed the character designs and obviously being said multiple times through this review that the fact that the villains mutated into animals that were similar to what their personality or said uh, gimmick it was, was a hard sell for me. Uh, I've said it before that when I watch movies, I, I multitask where I'll be doing something else along with watching the movie. And this, this movie was able to capture my attention enough to where I turned away from what I was doing. So my rating is definitely going to be a 9.8 out of 10. I don't have anything. You, you literally <laughs> you, you took my, my thing. I didn't have a backup. That's why I went first. <laughs> 9.8 out of 10 bat pizza jokes. <laughs> I hate I hate you, Jeff. <laughs> um, I I agree with you all in the sense that I just I didn't expect to like have that much fun watching it and to like laugh like to myself when things happen. Like I think the one part I it, it dawned on me that I actually really like chuckled pretty hard was when uh, Robin was get, was going to try to fight Baxter Stockman. <laughs> yes. Oh, I forgot about that. And Baxter Stockman kind of cowers and he just kind of like throws up on himself and like passes out. <laughs> You are a huge disappointment. <laughs> and like, I just kind of lost it at that point. I was like, if I wasn't already sold on the movie at that point, <laughs> that was the moment where I was like, this is fantastic. Hell yeah. Um, but uh, I would have to agree in, in the uh, do do a solid uh, 8.8 <laughs> out of 10 Batman Shredder fights that I didn't know I needed. Yes. <laughs> because even the second fight was still just oh, as good. Was great. When Batman, like, when they were falling at Batman, it was just, like, punching him in the face <laughs> repeatedly. Yes. Oh, my God. 
We didn't even talk about the Batman mutation. Oh, yeah. Well, they'll just have to watch and find out. Uh, I guess so. <laughs> if you, Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Can't tell you everything. No, but definitely you have to check that out for that alone. Oh, yeah. If anything. And the end credits. And the end yes. credits. And if you want to pick up your copy of this, we'll link it in the description. So read the description because I know nobody does. Even, uh, uh, even during the credits, they're showing all the classic comic book covers. Oh, those opening titles, that. too. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> with them all like integrated in like, yeah, with, like the Silver Age Batman comics with yeah. Ninja- oh, it's Bat- like Ninja Turtles number one with Batman in yes. it and Batman number one with the Ninja Turtles on it like it was actually really I'm kinda, oh, also I'm, I'm kind of curious to look up and see if those were actual variant covers to the comics that's a good question there's a part um, in the Batcave Batman's original sketch with like the red the weird acrobat design with the uh, what? Bat mask oh yeah 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 that was one of the costumes that were sitting which is in. funny because we were just oh talking about yeah. that's weird they, there's so many winks to the collective fan bases in here the, uh, the delight. There's a Ninja Turtles one where uh, Alfred asks them if they want napkins and they all go, what for? Which is like directly from Ninja Turtles 2. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic movie. Strongly recommended. Please check it out. I can't believe you get 8.8. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he didn't like the animation as much as us. He, it's true. Batman wasn't dark and gritty enough for Mike. No. I mean, I didn't like the costume design they chose. That's always been one of my least favorite Batman costumes. Coward. <laughs> So it's always just been. Uh, I've always preferred the gray and black. the the blue and the blue and gray brings me back to my childhood. So it has a soft spot with me. Oh That's yeah, the only reason. I just love it because it's kind of like the go between from the Adam West Batman into the more modern Batman outfits. Mm-hmm. Still my favorite. And then some of the uh, turtles designs at times. Oh, dude, Donatello still creeped me out because he had that weird long head. He looked like an alien. There was one point where you saw like Raphael from the side and he looked like he was like the size of this table. Yeah. <laughs> like it was weird. They definitely beefed Raph up. They gave him a grim and gritty scar on his eye. Is that what that was supposed to be? Cause I think I, so. The entire time I kept looking at it, I'm like, is that supposed to be a scar? Like, why does, it go, why does it go over his mask? I, I'm guessing there's a cut in the mask. Or maybe it's just such a deep cut that the mask indents into it. Goes into it. <laughs> I don't know. That's possibly. I just thought it was kind of funny that he lost his sigh again. Yeah. <laughs> Ninja Turtles. <laughs> oh, it's so good. So be sure to check uh, that out. Um, hopefully we didn't spoil too much for you and hope you still have a fun time with it. Uh, what is, what is we'll go maybe around the table. What, is there some sort of off the cuff crossover that you would hope to see one day? Ooh, let's see. Oh, oh man. Like, like a dream one I always wanted was uh, the old Batman versus Predator. Oh, no. Robo- Robocop versus Terminator. Right there. If they made an animated movie of that, <laughs> oh. I would shit myself and then die. <laughs> <laughs> In that order. Then you'd shit again. Yes. I would say the obvious choice uh, with this being connected was uh, the Ghostbusters and um, Turtles. Hell yeah. That could happen, too. That could happen. You never know. You could. Um... Hmm. I don't know. I was, I was trying to think of something like that we've never seen before, but I know like like one of the things that uh, Tom and Jerry and Felix the cat. Tom and Jerry and <laughs> Felix the cat. Uh, Batman and My Little Pony. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would watch it. Care Bears and Lobo. <laughs> Care Bears and Lobo. <laughs> Jeff, you're you're killing this. <laughs> you're absolutely crushing it right now. I would like to see the uh, an adaptation of the Punisher Archie crossover comic. That was amazing. What about Punisher vs. Terminator? Oh, I would watch the fuck out of that. And then he'd shit himself. I would. In that order. (laughs) Or uh, 
<laughs> well, like a Captain America, G.I. Joe. Oh, fuck yeah. Justice yep. League and Transformers. Have they done? I think they've done that. Um, They've done Avengers and Transformers. But never Justice League and Transformers. That's my knowledge. I think it's because Transformers was originally a uh, Marvel property, so they're still kind of goody-goody with you each other. You know what? Why don't they do... Uh, we've kind of had, had teases of it in live action TV show, but at that point, the ship had sailed and nobody really cared. But why don't they do like a Ninja Turtle Power Ranger crossover book? Mm, that would be amazing. That would be really good because they fit well together. Be IDW and Boom? I think Boom releases Get a little uh, Lord Zed Shredder team up. Yes. I mean, Lord Zed already looks like a skinless Shredder, so. <laughs> and then they could have the Technodrome fight uh, the Dragon, or the uh, Megazord, yeah. Or the Dragonzord. Or, or Trang. The, yeah. They can, oh, man, that's right. They can make Bebop and Rocksteady grow. They could. Oh, we're sitting on a mint here. <laughs> this is fantastic. What are some uh, interesting crossovers you folks would like to see? Comment below. Let us know. <laughs> For sure. Uh, so I think we'll wrap it up. Uh, thanks for listening. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, YouTube. Our YouTube has really been kicking strong. We're in the Centurion Club now, baby. Hell yeah. <laughs> our Facebook is Facebook is a Kapowcast podcast. Or no, that's our Gmail. No. Yeah, <laughs> fucking it up. Kapowcast 2015. Kapow, 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 at, uh, <laughs> Kapowcast 2015. That is our Facebook. Kapowcast podcast at gmail.com is our Gmail account. YouTube, just look us up, Kapowcast. We're the one with the blue logo. <laughs> X-Men Gold, yeah. Kapowcast Gold and Kapowcast Blue. Yeah, this is with the blue team. Um, we're the one in the alien spaceship. Yep. I <laughs> uh, could also get some fine Kapowcast merch over at tpublic.com. Jeff, you can... Why, I'd be happy to. Sing, then. monkey. Well, it goes at tee.pub slash lse slash podbros. What was that? I don't know. I'll never do it again. I'm sorry. <laughs> The next time you have to sing it like a crooner. (laughs) (laughs) I'll have a big glass of scotch and a cigarette. Uh, What's his face that does the Humpty dance? Oh, yeah, you know. You do uh, pronounce with an umpty. William Shatner. Oh, that'd be amazing. (laughs) And I could still have a glass of scotch and a cigarette. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter. We're always posting tons of fun and interesting anecdotes for you to enjoy. Be sure to also check out, uh, if you hop over on our YouTube page, check out all of our Motor City Comic Con coverage, which I think was pretty damn good. Yes. I may say from an objective standpoint. <laughs> great con, great coverage. Uh, there's also some news over here. We have a new affiliate site. Hell yeah. Is that correct, Tony? Yes. Affiliation with uh, Toy NK or Toink. Toink. Dot com. They like Toy Inc. Whatever you want to say. I don't know. Is it T-O-I-N-K? I can't, find, I can't pronounce, find a pronunciation anywhere. If I were to guess, I would say it's like Toy Inc., like a play on words with Toy Inc. Maybe. I'm just going to keep saying Toink until I'm corrected. <laughs> you may be right. <laughs> but yeah, so we have a affiliate link, um, which will be down in the show description as well. Uh, go over there, click the link, shop the shop of really cool stuff. Don't get overwhelmed. There's a lot of stuff. <laughs> Just use that search bar if there's something specific you're looking for. There you go. They got Golden Girls merchandise. Golden Girls shot glasses. They do. They have. (laughs) They also have hot toys that are currently sold out that you can't find anywhere else at damn good prices. Yeah. Yeah. Like not like secondhand, like eBay prices. Like these are normal prices. You're going to have to beat me to them. That's how good they are. (laughs) Um, And then, you know, when you go and you check out, we get a little bit of a kickback. So you're helping out the show and you're getting a chance to buy cool stuff. If you watch the mystery box unveiling on our YouTube, you can. That's where the mystery, the Fallout mystery box came from, was Twink. So you can get your own mystery boxes, which will probably be making another appearance on the the uh, YouTube as well. Hell yeah! Thank you to our Patreons over there giving us money every every month. We greatly appreciate you guys, Angel Doty, Jeremy Brown, John Kozlowski, and uh, Charlie Robbins or Cody, as we like to call him. <laughs> um, thank you for your continued support. You guys are rocking awesome if you guys want to join this list of uh 
superstars. Kapowcast superstars, maybe all stars. Also, Kapowcast all stars. The All Star Squadron. Wait, that's uh, probably the, copywritten. Uh, maybe by Smash Mouth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can go. <laughs> you can go over to our Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/Kapowcast and pledge as little as a dollar or as high as whatever the, you want. Right? Yeah. <laughs> We're not like, going to tell them. That, you know, please don't. Pledge more than seven thousand dollars, though. That's we wouldn't feel right about <laughs> I, it. I wouldn't know what to do. I'd feel like I might have to give somebody my body. <laughs> you could give me your body, Tony. <laughs> Be like Julia Roberts and Pretty Woman. <laughs> I've always wanted to play that role. <laughs> we are learning so much. <laughs> Breaking uh, grounds. <laughs> Breaking grounds. Uh. So you know, until next time. <laughs> I am Mike. I'm Tony. And I am Jeff. We'll see you on episode 169 yeah. of, of like, the podcast. It's like the sex number. <laughs> so.